welcome to this episode of 3MFAers Podcast. Today we're talking about the classic straight to DVD. Actually, that's not true. It was in theaters. It made a million dollars in theaters. It had a million dollar budget, six million dollars opening weekend, 30 something million dollars in DVD sales, comedic classic, Happy Madison production, Grandma's Boy, one of my all time favorites. Had these guys watch it this week. Little opening. Thoughts? What do you guys think? Just a general, you know. You, it's do definitely we, a studio comedy from 2006. I was All right. Say, yeah, it's it's a nice time capsule of 2006, but I also felt like I needed to be high watching it. Um, that's Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a thing, for sure. Definitely yeah. a thing. Fair point. Fair, fair point. Um, how are you guys doing? <laughs> you know, I'm, great. I'm, intro. I'm currently looking so last week we had a last episode we had a discussion about um my poetry from 11 years old or when i was a kid and i tasked my mother to look through my totes and stuff because she saves everything and find this poem and she hey, sent Mom, it to me you find my 9-11 poem please <laughs> you dig through the stuff and two things it was about 9-11 Oh my god! It was two thousand one, so I was eleven in sixth grade. Just so we're yes. See, I was right. I did the math. Uh, I actually anyway. Sorry, did the math while you while I was listening to it, and I was like, (laughs) "Yeah, he's right." Okay, that's. (laughs) I just love it, Brandon, because you argued so heavily that, like, no, yeah, you you were were in third. I still think. (laughs) I still think there's something weird happening because I am. I remember it, and either I got hit in the head too many times, which is a definite possibility. Or hashtag you guys hockey. are wrong. <laughs> hashtag hockey, hashtag boxing, hashtag rugby, hashtag dumbass. <laughs> no, it's probably, we're probably wrong. That's probably right. I'm just, maybe, is it possible that <laughs> there's a difference between U.S. and Canada schooling systems that I've been sure. unaware yeah, of yeah, 100%. for 30 years? How old were you when you started kindergarten? Uh, I don't know. Were you five? All right. That's... <laughs> <laughs> because then it's the same. <laughs> anyway, sorry, So, Josh. no, uh... But I'm just just to answer your question. Do I let me get you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to read it. I read it last mm-hmm. night just to kind of share it with Ryan because I had to like hear it. And, and I'm 11. It's a real dramatic reading. So like I want yeah. I want you to like emote and put effort into this. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll drop in real quick. Second time. Yeah, drop in real quick. And <laughs> All right. Well, oh, the yeah. title <laughs> of the book is called The Anthology of Poetry by Young Art, uh, Young Americans. Mm hmm. 2002 uh-huh. edition. Oh, wow. Right after. <laughs> I would like uh, as much as you guys can. Please refrain from crying, clapping, hooting and hollering as much as possible. I can't promise. Yeah, I'm gonna react I'll do my best, but like, you know, I, I'm a, there's no problem. Just allow me, I guess person. just allow me to read, like, read it through before we all. Yeah, of course, of course, of course, of course, of course, of course. <laughs> Titled The Terror. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I don't think you guys are ready for this. That's you a guys- good start. Not, that is a, that's a like, strong start. The terror. Oh my god. By, strong start. Right. By Joshua By Stir. Joshua age 11. Let's go to school and read and write. But no one knows what is soon to come. At about 9 o'clock, people shriek when a burst of flames blows above 200 feet. We don't know what happened. No one knows why. But up in the dust, a demon flies. People die, and people get hurt. But I just want to pound the dirt. I can't believe it's happening now, but I think now what's going to happen to 
the world now. It is going to be chaos, or it is still the same. We all don't know until it's over. Now I'm still confused, but I understand parts of it, that people are being saved if they're still there. But I think no one will understand why it happened on that day, that terrible day, September 11th. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Wow. I'm speechless. I... I, I loved your uh, abstract use of structure. Yeah, no, I reread it. I was like, did no one, did people just rip this out of my notebook and just say, hey, let's publish it? Like, no one proofread this 11 year old self. They're like, no, we like it raw. We like it just like, yeah, just man. take it what it is. And it's so moving. Yeah. So, there's yeah, definitely somebody who loved Howl that was like, this, this, this is some, some children's beat poetry right here. This is the shit. Mm-hmm. So interesting. I haven't seen that. Allen Ginsberg, gay. Josh. <laughs> Gay <laughs> coincidence? I think, I think not. not. <laughs> it's just funny because I, I probably haven't seen that for like I since I wrote it. You know? I just love. Yeah, I'm sorry, wild. I don't mean to laugh, but will you just say the terror by Josh? There, I'm like, oh goddamn. Because like, yeah, like I, but I don't. And and what I meant just to clarify when I was going off last week, like I don't understand how you could expect anything different from like a child. Like, it's just this scary thing that nobody knows, like, knows how to explain because it is, like, very complex and difficult to explain, especially to a kid. So, like, yeah, like, oh, a fucking plane crashed into a building. That's horrifying. And that's, like, the only way you can filter that information through. So, like, I don't, I, I'm honestly shocked that you were that articulate. You know what the craziest part, though, is that was written on September 9th. That was, I woke up from a Sorry, bad dream and had dark? to just, like, write this. Christ, <laughs> <laughs> too dark? I apologize. It's early. <laughs> if I get a knock yeah, on the door. the craziest fucking thing <laughs> is that nobody believed me. But oh, I had a vision Jesus tonight Christ. right before. So, yeah, right. you guys, that's 11-year-old Josh expressing his feelings. And it's then I was told not to and then go to football practice. So, that was... I mean, uh... A little problematic when you uh, when you uh, said the demon. You know, you categorize the uh, Islam Muslim uh, people as demons. I think you know you wouldn't I be able think to do that. What I remember, I, I remember distinctly that that probably was referring to. Remember that picture that came out that was now as think about it, like highly manipulated. That like when it the the explosion happened, there was like a face in the cloud, and it was like the devil. And now I'm thinking as I'm like describing yeah, it. Didn't actually, I'm just thinking like, wow. <laughs> Wow. And okay. you're just realizing that now. <laughs> um, I, mean, I, I wanted you so badly to, for the last word, to the last phrase to be jet fuel can't melt steel beams. <laughs> I wanted you to just slip that <laughs> in so badly, Christ. but obviously. I'm sorry. Obviously. I'm not as, I wasn't as educated at 11 years old about not as you didn't, You're not up on the dank memes. Um, so yeah, that's fine. I'm think, really yeah. excited for the uh, Caleb Cushing um, remake of the Josh Durr poem. Oh god! Can yeah. we do like a, a device piece? Version. Like a- I optioned, I optioned the rights to Josh's nine eleven poem, and uh, we're gonna make a uh, actually eight part HBO miniseries. That's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah um, totally. Produced by uh, <laughs> Nicole Kidman and uh, what's her fucking name, Reese Witherspoon. They're gonna be the leads of the Twin Towers. Um, oh, they're gonna be the Twin <laughs> Towers. <laughs> they're gonna be the Twin Towers. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have a, I have a, a funny. Sorry, a total jump here but i have a funny brandon's got a funny 911 story no Let's on set story from uh, the other day that oh yeah you were on a you fucking uh, music video right yeah but so we're just chilling on set because you know music video a lot of time uh when you're you know an actor not like a pa or you know art director or whatever so you're just chilling a lot of the time waiting to to do whatever and i'm chilling with this other dude who's one of the other actors 
and you know when you're hanging out with people in the green room or whatever you're just finding things to talk about or whatever so we start with like little sports and then it lands on like mma and we're both like very into that so we start talking about that and then this dude drops a comment as we're talking about one of the fighters and he goes he reminds me of a character netero from hunter hunter and i'm just <laughs> like oh shit this day just got dope and i was like that's interesting i mean i would have said he's you know more like god or Killua, but that's totally a fair comment and then he stops and is like how do you know who those are I was like how do you know who what yeah and then it just became an anime day a full anime that's, day. <laughs> that's so interesting that he like dropped a reference. Like, so just, what's the point of that's such dropping a, a reference if you don't expect other people to get it? <laughs> also, like, I don't like people don't ever expect that I'm a huge anime nerd. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then so it was like that's a, such a deep cut of a reference <laughs> to like Netero it. It was it was yeah, dope. Yeah, it was yeah. dope. So I thought you'd appreciate that. Uh, Josh, uh, because you know, I know that you're not as cool as us. Uh, Isaac Netero is the chairman of the Hunters Association in Hunter X Hunter, and uh, he had, plays a pivotal role in the war against Miriam. Josh, and you would love Hunter Hunter. <laughs> That's interesting because you said I would love this movie. Oh wow! Oh, oh wow! Oh, uh, oh, yeah, I'm just playing. Oh wow! Not- welcome to Hold the Thunderdome. We're not there. Let's enter the Thunderdome. I. I defy you to tell me that you weren't entertained. Yeah, we'll get into it. Um, <laughs> Brandon, you asked how I was doing. I wanted to double uh, real quick. I got headshots done on Tuesday with David Knowles. Yeah. And I'll have to say, like, I forget how much energy it takes to, like, stay engaged for a full three hours while standing and, like, trying to, like, serve headshot. Yeah, I don't like, you know what I mean? Like. He, do, do like, we, what's great with David Knowles, because he, like, asks these questions, and, like, we're having full-blown conversations that are super chill and whatever, but then, like, towards the end, at, like, 1 o'clock, I think, cause my session was over at one thirty. I, li- like, he literally was like, Josh, we're getting sleepy eyes. I was like, yeah, I've only had one <laughs> cup of coffee at 8 o'clock in the morning. I'm sorry. <laughs> I have, like, no energy. Yeah. But it was just interesting. I forget the energy, like, yeah, that effort it takes to just take fucking headshots, you know? Your, your face hurts at the end of it, you know? Yeah, you know, I mean, there's something to be said, like, with, like, it's it's the smirks it's it's the laughing and then like when you start thinking about something because your mind will wander and then you'll laugh and then he was like you know yeah, yeah cool but i the best thing i could have done was not shave my beard because i i realized and this might be just me making shit up but every time i would take headshots i would trim the beard down to like it just in case i can do yeah. beard no beard but when i look at like who joshua stir is as a person 99 percent of the time i have this full beard you know like i'm not that's me. That's, yeah. that's this is the character I not character. Yeah. This is the person I am walking around. And, and there's no reason you know? for you to go younger. You know what I mean? I mean, it's I already like, look young as it is in terms of yeah, right. Exactly. Like, like if somebody looks at you and they're like, you know, like it's pretty easy to imagine you without the beard. Like you have really good skin. You don't look old. So it's like okay, you take the beard off and you're like, oh, that's how old he would be. You know, it's not yes. a tough. So it really it's not helps. A tough jump. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. And I have definitely got some flannel going on and some plaid. <laughs> so I'm excited to see yeah. what they what they come out with because I, I felt more myself. Like Josh, got the lumber you know? sexual look going on. Oh yeah. <laughs> the to- the Tom Welling CW look. Oh yeah, Smallville, hundred oh, percent. I got the Kansas look. That Iowa was, look. dude. Do we? I don't know that we've ever gone deep dive on this. Man, that was my shit growing up. Smallville was so dope. Really? You? All right, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> I've never, I've never guessed. <laughs> that's 
super, super fair. You were about to. You were about to be like, yeah. I- <laughs> yeah, I was going to be so genuine about it. You were about yeah. to like, take the date. Yeah. No, Smallville. Just before, he was like, oh, he's being an asshole. Well, that's the only look, because people think of, like, looks, right? Like, I mean, when I last did my headshots for school, like, we only could get the one headshot, right? And, like, for the wall mm-hmm. or whatever. And then, you know. The wall. I, uh. <laughs> But then I like I was like I could I brought my suit just in case to get that suit look. But then I'm thinking like in terms of like a headshot for me, like I am not a suit guy. Like I'm not, that I just I feel very uncomfortable in a suit. And so like why would I take like a very performative photo with a suit just to have it? You know what well, I mean? Dude, like that that headshot that I posted the other day I've had for a year. Um, and it's like I don't know if you saw, it, but it's me in a suit, and I feel that I look incredibly douchey. Which I do, but then I was like, oh, that's a character. And a character that I go audition for all the time. Why no, am I not using... it's a character. You have very strong features, and you're very clean. They're very, like, handsome. And the, the strong features, oh, like... <laughs> and that's the, like, with the suit, that's, yeah, it comes off as, like, a douchebag, because you're not the laid-back hoodie, like, whatever. Which is, I guess, course, why but... in my actual life I dress the way I do. Like, I do go out of my way to dress a certain way of... Um, I don't know what it is, but it's definitely a reaction to that. Of knowing yeah. that I kind of look like a douchebag. <laughs> so it's like, let me dress super chill or. Well, and I think there's a big thing. Closer, you know? 100%. And I think that, like, if if I ever submitted for, like, a businessman or whatever, it's like, I would have, like, I do have other shots. It's not just the mm-hmm. flannel, it's like the long sleeve shirt, solid colors, whatever. Um, but if they needed, like, I would wear the suit in the audition tape. Right, right, or like yeah, in yeah, the 100%. thing where they can see me in a suit, or like yeah. you know, some photo shoots they'll ask for like a uh, a body size photo of you in your suit that you have, mm-hmm. right, for like extra work or things like that. So yeah. for for that, like the the point of the headshots session was for me to kind of really just be me, this like lovable teddy bear, you know, trustworthy mm-hmm. friend that loves to listen, and you know, and, that's and also I hopefully in that who's warm, that who I hopefully got out of it so well and also for you uh i mean definitely tell me if i'm wrong but it seems like while we were going through school it was definitely like you know we watched things changing with casting and things like that but it was more you like having to try to you know fit yourself into different roles because we're doing a bunch of classics that you know what i mean nobody should really be doing at this point but whatever um now like you look on casting called or not whatever actress access or whatever every second or third role is them looking for somebody that looks exactly like you or you know what i mean or is like a character that's you know so it's like even more so than what we were kind of led to believe it's like yeah definitely just embrace you you know what i mean you and and it's like but i also get i also get annoyed because when you i've learned now that if when on actors access when they when they ask for like an athletic look they don't mean linebacker ex-football player they mean swimmer or like that's okay they don't mean me either so <laughs> they mean somewhere in between us and it's annoying yeah <laughs> caleb i'm sorry i i have domineered the first part how are you doing i'm fine just getting over being sick yeah, yeah i was gonna say were you like dying the opposite of fine <laughs> <laughs> It, like right after we recorded last episode, Josh can attest. I was like, I gotta get the fuck out of here, and it, it was everything in me to like make it to the drugstore and like buy a bunch of Nyquil. Yeah. And just, I've been like unconscious all weekend, and then finally I was like, all right, I guess I gotta go to urgent care. Yeah. <laughs> but now I'm on now I'm on drugs and it's all good. Um, but yeah, just like 
you know, anytime anything's been wrong, like slightly wrong with me, I've been like, oh my God, it's COVID and this is the end. <laughs> so it was like, definitely like freaked out and it's impossible, I think, to not get a little bit freaked out. But then like, yeah. it's all good and I'm still here and I'm still chilling. Um, cool, cool. But yeah, I, I just haven't been awake for a week, really. <laughs> I've just been in bed, so I don't have much news. Well, I'm so happy. I've just been kind of lying in bed. <laughs> I'm so happy that you, uh, you woke up for this. Of course, <laughs> I wouldn't. I would. I, I. I can't fathom missing a Nick Swordson discussion. I'm getting upset. I'm getting oh, mad. Well, you're gonna get more upset. <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> your smile on your face, Brandon, says otherwise. So that's, I'm that's confused with I your signals. Enjoy your guys' conversations. It doesn't mean I'm getting mad. I'm not getting mad. I mean, all right. <laughs> Um, for, okay, one thing I want to say before we get into that, because I still want to talk about other stuff, but at least did you guys enjoy how many quotes from this movie I've been saying for four years? No. <sighs> I hate this <laughs> I podcast already. I, <laughs> I didn't, I'm being genuine when I don't really recall, like, I, I didn't, nothing like stuck out to me as like, oh, this is something Brandon says all the time. Except for the, except for like the sort of racially charged. Okay, you're a dick. Brandon, did you go? Did you go to your appointment with the HR? You had total control over this. <laughs> you picked the movie. <sighs> what was that, Josh? I, I, Sorry, I just asked think? Brandon if he did go to his appointment for HR because I know last time we recorded we had talked. Yeah, about... we were talking about that last time about how we were going to set that up. Yeah, apparently then... we have to wear pants while we're recording. I don't know. Yeah. yeah, I know that the cameras are from the torso up, but you still should probably. I mean, just I have, in case you know, I have I have two cameras, but the second one's OnlyFans only. So only wait, fans there's only. a new on, there's a new OnlyFans only now. dot com. <laughs> it's like a premium OnlyFans, <sighs> and you can only get on if you have an OnlyFans. I don't know, so, like, man. I'm, sure, yeah. I'm thinking of uh, you know doing a tiger and just opening an OnlyFans. Is that what he did? Mm-hmm. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> Wow. Who would have thought? Just hip-hop's greatest voice of a generation. Dropping dick pics all day. Hey, man. It, it, whatever gets it works. by, you know? I don't judge, you. Yeah. I mean... Ty- no, nah, make that money, man. I think that's, that's a quality now? right there. You know, what's her name? Made a million dollars in a day. <laughs> but Ty- yeah, let- she didn't even get naked. Yeah, Tiger's getting naked. Let okay. him make some money. I, I don't judge people that have an OnlyFans, right? No. Like, if there's, like, a market, like, take advantage of yeah. it and make money. But what are you doing subscribing to, own, like, you know, porn exists for free on the internet. <laughs> like, I don't understand what the, like, I don't get it. I genuinely don't understand what possesses people to be like, yeah. Oh, uh, pictures of, of naked women, like, I like, I guess. I think. But you can get those for free by Googling. Like I don't, I don't understand what the what the the, the thing is. I think like, most of it is like because it all stemmed from like OnlyFans started really kind of after the whole Tumblr debacle. You know, everybody yeah uh, when Tumblr cracked down on their uh, adult which content, was so weird because that's the only thing people yeah. used it for. Um, and then they were like, no, porn's illegal now because we're we, we got bought by like a website and it was like the advertisers. I think was why. Yeah. What is that noise? I don't know. What noise? Can I be using your uh, headphone microphone? I think yes. it's, it's rubbing. That's what it is. It's rubbing. It's oh, just okay. sorry. Yeah, yeah. No worries. My That's bad, my bad. Good. Um, but like, so, for I guess on the 
the homosexual side, a lot of it is like you follow like people on Instagram and stuff and like people that you like wish you would see naked. Like some of them got only fans so that then you can actually see them naked. Okay, but the issue sure. that I have with it all, because I'm not a subscriber or anything like that, because you're right. It's free. Like we fucking have the Internet. But it's like they, there's always these deals and these whatever. But like. But then you actually have to create content every time for like it's my friend had this funny joke of like, you know what, if you're going to do a like a OnlyFans, I expect season breakdowns. I expect an episode every week. Like if you want my money to be, you know, if you want me five dollars a month, I expect yeah, content. Be, I, I expect I, I more expect, yeah, I like expect new stuff. Media, yeah, like I, if yeah. I'm doing an OnlyFans, that content's going to be my dick, not a bunch of other content. No, 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 no. no he's but, saying, but he's like, saying, how many different pictures of your dick from different angles can you possibly produce? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, it's probably it's like why if you do videos, do like, don't have an do, new view, do new videos, <laughs> you know what I mean? So you're saying if you did know, you would have one. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> what I'm saying I'm is we, I'm broke, so. Yeah, none of us, none of us have, uh, have an OnlyFans, which is why we're all poor. We're all poor. If we did, we'd be rich. <laughs> Get that Bella Thorne money. Did you guys hear about like the whole controversy with that though? Sorry, yeah. now that we're talking no, about yeah, this. Yeah, totally. Didn't we talk about it on here? I don't think so. I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe privately we talked Maybe. about it. Um, yeah, yeah, I, mean, I, think, it's, thing I think it's I think it's fucked up. Yeah. Like she's already very wealthy. And then like to come into a space where like other people are making money yeah. and then fuck around and cause like the rules to get changed. Yeah, I don't so know that if other she did people can't make on money. Purpose. But it doesn't matter. Like it's still happened as a direct result of her actions yeah like she's I, already a millionaire like what are you yeah. doing you know <laughs> and then other people are like paying their bills with this money and then like because she fucked around and lied to people the rules got changed yeah and so now other people's like income is getting fucked with yeah and then she was like tweeted out she's like oh i'm sorry <laughs> i was like oh great yeah, <laughs> i'm sure everybody feels changed, a lot better so, yeah. now that you're sorry <laughs> But whatever, I don't know. I I've never seen a Bella Thorne movie, so I don't even know what the no, fuck you know what is. either. Have I but I heard that baby those babysitter ones are fun. Oh, is that her? Yeah, yeah. I've heard I've heard those are those are pretty good. Yeah, babysitter ones. Yeah. they're just like aware, very aware of themselves, which I appreciate. Yeah, like you know? self referential. Yeah. Because like, especially like those were even like the last Friday the Thirteenth or the last uh, uh, Freddy Krueger. They had the same thing. They were like aware of themselves. They were funny. They you know what I mean. Yeah, you can't do anything that's not coded in irony now. Everything has to be meta. So, I don't know though, yeah. but that that fly on Mike Pence's head last night, I dead. I was dead on the floor because you know somebody on Facebook said that's somebody's that's that's ancestor right. That's an ancestor right there. That's that's Mushu coming in. An and that being was like, by ancestors.com. Hey what's up? You don't want to hear what he says. Yeah, look at this product. Yeah. Lay my eggs. <laughs> kind of it's kind of fun like yeah i don't know it's, i debates, couldn't help but debate, laugh i was just like really this is this is uh this is a sign <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> if there ever was we'll one. see <laughs> we'll see what happens i'm still very much on the fence i don't know who i'm gonna vote yeah, for of course yeah, yeah, yeah. no I, I totally agree. i think you need two more debates before i think you'll fully yeah and even then i think it's it's gonna be a game time decision when you get to the polls really yeah it really yeah. is right up until the booth we yeah. get to the line yeah, in the yeah. booth it's just they're both so hot Trump and Trump and Biden are just both so fucking hot, and that's the only reason they have those jobs because they're so attractive, dude. You can get anything, I mean, you can get yeah. anything you want when you look that good. Yeah, you know, it's you know whatever, dude. Trump single handedly keeps Maybelline like employed or like in business. Trump's only with fans rates in the dough. <laughs> <His> foundation <laughs> got them got, got that cake, got them cheeks. 
<laughs> Meanwhile, Brandon's sitting over here in a country that is, actually is run by a model. <laughs> yeah, he's Bay. Justin is Bay. Um, hey, Brandon. Yeah. Just refusing to engage. Yep. Uh, speaking of, I so okay. <laughs> okay. So can we just get into it? Yeah, I was going to say, I know I'm reluctant, but like, I think, I think Brandon picked a movie for this week and I would love to actually try to break it down and discuss it and figure out why. Let me start. Let's figure out what went wrong. Let's start the autopsy. So many karate kicks coming your way. It's unbelievable. All right. So here's why I picked Grandma's Boy. So Grandma's Boy was a movie that, like I said, was mostly came out DVD. Uh, I, I mean, what? We're in grade nine, ten, somewhere around there, high school time. Don't fuck Caleb, man. If you want to do math, I, do what? math. Do all the math you want, and let me know when it came out. Okay, Brandon, I was Brandon. thirteen in two thousand and six, which means that you were fifteen. All right, so yeah, so whatever. Yeah, like it was a like freshman, freshman, yeah. sophomore year of high school. Yeah. So it was oh yeah, my sophomore yeah. year. I forgot you guys do it that way. Um. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, it was a movie that. You know, me and my buddies watched over and over and over again for very obvious reasons as young stoners in high school, uh, who, you know, who loved video games. At the time, too, like, you got a super young Jonah Hill, which this must be right as Superbad is coming out, right? Yeah, Superbad came out in, what, 2007? Yeah, it was the yeah. year before Superbad came yeah. out in So, it's just, so it is a movie about a guy who works at a video game company as a video game tester. He is a massive stoner. He's in his late 30s. He gets kicked out of his apartment and he ends up having to move in with his grandmother and her two roommates and all hilarity ensues. Um, that's pretty much the plot. I think it's safe to say. I don't think there's much more information needed. Um, yeah, I don't know. I enjoy the shit out of this movie. I think there's a bunch of hilarious lines. It's clearly just a goofy DVD movie written by Nick Schwarzen. Um... Uh, it, was, actually, it was co-written by Nick and Alex, the guy who played, or the yes. guy who, uh, what's his name? I wrote this down. The name's Alan. Alan who he played plays Alex. Alex. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, I don't know, man. It's always just been a, a favorite of mine since I was a kid. I hadn't seen it in a long time, but I watched it last night with a buddy and it was just, I don't know. I laughed. I enjoyed it. You know, thoughts? My question is, were you high when you watched it? Uh, yeah. Yes, I was. Um, I think that I think that was the a missing ingredient to uh, well, Josh for and me is also nostalgia. Um, oh, and the reason I picked this movie is because last week we watched The Hottier Than Naughty, starring what's his name, Caleb? Do you remember? Joel da- uh, David Moore. I know I'm not Caleb, but Joel I David answer. Moore. Thank you, Josh. Who? <laughs> who am I? Who plays the bad guy in this? Which is what I really wanted to talk about because yeah, that, he plays the bad guy in Hottie and the Naughty too. Okay, fair. But that this character in this of JP is absolutely fucking hilarious. Like I love that. Caleb looks angry about it. I'm not angry at all. I just disagree with you about everything you all said right. so far. But we'll get into it. Bring <laughs> it, Caleb. Caleb, you might you're. My, you're uh... You're what? rubbing on the sweatshirt. Oh, okay. I guess I'll just hold it like this for the next hour. All right, bring it. And I just want <laughs> like you guys to know before we start that minutes. I hate you guys, but go on. <laughs> um, Brandon, okay. it's I like that you brought up when, <laughs> like, the watching it over and over again with, you know, young stoner friends in high school, because this movie uh, obviously was impressionable to you. 
Um, I can see where the appeal is for like a 15 year old, 16 year old. Uh, I I do remember watching this. I have watched this movie before because I do remember a lot of the scenes. So, so I said there's there was gonna be no way that you didn't see this in high school. Yeah, and yeah. but there's a reason why I only watched I only watched it like once or twice. Like it's not same thing with like Super Bad and things like that. Pineapple Express. Like I don't I watch these movies because yeah with the guys or whatever, but then I don't watch them again. Um, and yeah, I yeah that's so I so I get it. Like I get why yeah. you know that you would you would be very down to talk about this. Um, I guess in terms of, it is funny with the happy Madison production type of movie. Like if you look at, uh, Alan Covert's like mm. resume or like on IMDb, he does, he's like in essentially any Adam Sandler movie that's ever been created, you know? So I'm assuming yeah. they're like buddies and stuff like that. And like always going to work together, or like have parts for each other and different things or whatever. And like, I get it. Like you get that kind of, like uh, I don't know aesthetic, I guess, for like a type of comedy and like you know? the team together. You know what I mean? Like it's it's not it's him. It's that guy who has like the the one lazy eye. Uh, the guy who played Dante. It's like the four of them are in every Adam Sandler movie that there is. You know? Yeah, I think that. But I think the issue is in terms of like it is it is just a very finite group of. I think the audience is very finite in terms of like I feel like the way you get the most out of this movie is this is if you're high or like if you've, or if you've smoked enough pot in your life to like understand the situation that they're going through and like how fucked up the Frankenstein is and the fucking lion bro. And like the karate monkey and stuff. And like it, it I just felt like the fact that I sat there thinking that like I should have smoked more pot when I was a kid <laughs> or like should have been high watching this. I don't think like that shouldn't be there, but that's what I got kind of surmising my experience watching it again, you know, That's I just don't think it's a, I just don't think it's a formula that, you know, cause like for me, like I love the hangover, right? Um, yeah, it's different. I want but it's different. Yeah. It's still a stupid, like kind of guy comedy movie in Las Vegas, whatever. But, but I, I don't know. It's hard. I, I guess I don't know how to articulate. No, no, it's, it's, it's interesting. I think I, I, cause I agree with exactly what you're saying, especially that last point of like with the hangover, it's just something different. Like there's something into, there was something always about grandma's boy and that kind of level of happy Madison production that was always like felt straight to DVD that like, you know what you're watching. Like there was that uh strange wilderness was another one. I don't know if you guys ever saw that, saw that yeah. but you know, it was like those, like it, it was exactly what you just described. You knew what you were getting. You're like, Oh, I want to watch this dumb stoner comedy. This is clearly a movie that has just been like punched up with one liners by Nick Schwarzen throughout. Like, it's just, yeah, exactly. Like you said, it is a very different thing than something like the hangover. Caleb, are you thinking? Always. Yeah. Um, Oh, is it my turn with the talking? I I feel Uh, like I I mean, I could keep going. (laughs) Um, you know, what worked, like, uh, while Caleb like, collects his thoughts. Uh, oh no, my thoughts are collected. <laughs> He's waiting I'm just for waiting time. for the opportunity to to jump in. I feel like okay, so. I, what I'm <laughs> gonna I say just for now. the just for well, <laughs> real quick. Um, I guess for me, what I think the the funniest parts of the movie were the were um were the miscommunication type of misunderstanding tropes of like you know, thinking something else like the whole scene with them meeting the, the co-workers meeting the grandma and the friends yeah. I thought was funny. Cause he's been feeding them the story 
as these three girls that these like have crazy sex with all the time. But then it's like his grandma. And then that, that was funny. Like, like the construction of that scene was humorous. Um, and then <laughs> the fact that the one, one of the, I thought one of the better grandmas, the, the one who drinks all the wine, who slept with Nick, uh, the fact that she just, no matter what, just thinks like Alex is gay. Like I, I think that's funny, you know? <laughs> Yeah, the one line where she's like, "My, you know, my uh, my nephew's gay too. I'll set you up with him." And he's like, yeah. "Thank you, but I'm not gay." <laughs> but like for me, that was like a like a huh, you know, like oh, that's you know. And then I, it wasn't like a, you know, a belly laugh. But but it, those kind of that kind of stuff, you know, for me landed better than like the the stoner. No, I I mean I agree. At like this point, I kind of the stoner stuff doesn't do much as in the way of comedy for me. It's interesting why you're saying that, like, because that kind of just is like is lift outable. I what I enjoy is like like you said, like it's the scenes at the office. It's just the way their dialogue runs together. You know, I, I enjoy that. I like each one of them trying to build a ridiculous character, like Nick Schwarzen's child character. I find that hilarious every time. Like one of the lines I repeat constantly is. Oh, what, 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 what does high score mean? Is, is that bad? Did, did I break it? What, what does high score mean? Yeah, I say that all the time because I think it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> you yeah, know, that reveal like that that. was good. Just shit like that, you know. All right, Caleb. <laughs> what? Nothing. You're looking all like you're looking like a guy with a shotgun. And I don't like it. A guy with a shotgun. <laughs> yeah. It's a hobo with a shotgun. Which is a great. I mean, movie. your hat says um, "dead inside," so I don't know if like. <laughs> so my biggest problem, I think, was that this wasn't a movie. It was like, it's so like Happy Madison is Adam Sandler's production company, and like, it's not a company that makes movies. It's a money laundering scheme because they get all of the same. He just gets like all of his friends together, and because he's Adam Sandler, which is like a bankable name, they get like on real box office returns, but the budgets for these movies are like very small. So it's just a way for like him and like all of his friends to like get paid. And like, obviously not this movie, but like a lot of movies like going forward from like the mid two thousands, especially now into like this decade, they like just like go traveling to like all these different like locations around the world. It's an excuse for him and all of his friends and their families to go on vacation. And I guess that's like fine, but I don't like, want to watch that (laughs) you know um so like this like isn't my like brand of humor i don't think and also like adam sandler wasn't even in this (laughs) um it felt very much like it was just like a favor because i know like nick swartzen uh who is the co-writer and co-star of this does a lot of like work um for like all of these movies whether it be like sorry i don't mean to interrupt but i was just listening to him talk about this and he this is actually how he got in with like adam sandler in that group Great. Yeah, so he punched this up and like rewrote the script for them, um, based mm-hmm. off of something else. But that was like his. This was his first like foray into the Adam Sandler world. Hmm. Well, that's like the big thing. So like, uh, Nick Swardson and Alan Covert or Covert, I don't know how you pronounce his name, uh, are like the two co-writers and the two stars. And it, I think for me, it just feels so like much like a wish fulfillment vanity project thing, because like, I don't know, as like a writer who also like wants to like act like I would never write it just it would feel too slimy to like write a movie where like with the intention of me being the star where like I write a character for myself that has no flaws and that like acts like a fucking like 
weird man child and then like faces no repercussions for his actions and then like gets to like hook up with Linda Cardellini for like no reason for like then have no chemistry. It just like was very transparent. I was like, oh, these guys are like, oh, we get to like write a movie. And like at least Nick Swartzen had the decency to make himself look a little pathetic sometimes. Like, especially, like, when we're introduced to him. But, like, even so, he, like, kind of is just, like, it's, like, oh, we're just, like, two guys that are great at everything and are misunderstood. And then we're going to have a bunch of, like, I guess, I don't know where the jokes were. It was mostly just, like, referencing the fact of what was happening. It was, like, dude, weed. Isn't that funny that we're smoking weed? Dude, isn't it funny that, like, these people are old and they're smoking weed and having sex? Dude, video games. Whoa. (laughs) And, like... I do think a big part of it is that I had never seen or heard of this movie before. So, like, I can imagine when I was 13, like, when this movie came out, I probably would have fucking loved it. Because, like, it was very much, like, the sense of humor that I had. Um, And, like, if I had, like, nostalgia carrying me through, I would, like, probably be a little more forgiving. But just in terms of, like, that, like, I was so shocked at how bad (laughs) of an actor the main guy is. And then also, he literally has no flaws. Like, nothing that happens to that character in that movie is, like, that character's fault. Like, he gets evicted because of his roommate. Like, he gets, like, um, like anytime he, like, can't get work done at his job, it's because of, like, extenuating circumstances, like, with, like, the his grandma and, her, and like, her friends or, like, people are fucking with him. He just, like, walks into Lin- Linda Cardellini's office one time and is like, I know you think I'm hot, too. I'm like, what? What are you talking about? I it's wish just, that like, worked. So I wish that worked. Crazy. Just go to somebody you're attracted to and be like, you know what? <laughs> I know what you're I mean. attracted to me, okay? Like, let's just <laughs> like, go to Do you understand what I mean when I'm like, oh, this is like he wrote himself to say this because he clearly thinks he's the fucking man. It was just so weird. Um, and then, like, uh, yeah, and there's no real conflict. And then the movie the only bit at at the end with like the jp um joel's character stealing the video game or whatever and trying to play it off as his own like that like at the very end there was this you know a little bit of like a hey no that's you know the fight for like no he's he's the rightful guy but again you know kind of going along with that you know caleb it, it wasn't obviously his fault he was like yeah let's you know here check this out and then yeah he was like i'm such a good guy that i'm gonna like (laughs) and then he got fucked over uh I liked JP's costume. I thought he looked really the cool. Matrix. Like, cause he was like clearly doing like a matrix thing. Well, that's good that that like, it's also when like, it came out, right? What? Like just when the movie came out, it was all like matrix times. Yeah. When did revolution or when did revelate, uh, Revol- the matrix came out in 99 and the sequels came out in 03. No, so that, that was like a few you know years what before. I mean? It's still like more relevant than now. Well, you know, one of the greatest, <laughs> I, guess, I guess that's true. <laughs> um, one of the greatest things that I saw was like, I don't know if you got, you guys have never played this probably, but like city of heroes was a huge yeah, like yeah, computer yeah, I MMO. Of, I played city of heroes. Um, in the mid two thousands, that's now free that like, I still play sometimes like some, some programmers got together and were like, this is a great game. We're going to do it ourselves for donations or whatever keep it running um and i think they're on in there in process like buying the rights back from nc soft or whatever but it was cool because like that's that's the nostalgia for me is i was on that shit every weekend yeah. and it's it just city of heroes city of heroes city of heroes so i appreciate that and this was definitely like like i said like a, like a time capsule of t- the mid 2000s and it was fun like the motorola phone or you know <laughs> that should uh, be the flip oh, phones kept yeah me it's so fucking dated in the mid 2000s and it just doesn't like, the weird race yeah. stuff like i was like really surprised at that you know, like i know i shouldn't have been 
but like the the African character and the Asian character, I was like, Jesus Christ, oh, this is pretty yeah. intense. <laughs> yeah. Like even for Adam Sandler, you have like you had like the obligatory Rob Schneider doing an ethnic voice, and I was like, we're so past this. It's just so crazy. Yeah. Like I mean, it was it's and I, I it stays so in the midst. Well, I actually never. So I was thinking about that. I didn't realize like like he uh, gets away with that because he's Vietnamese. Is he actually Vietnamese? Yes, he is. It's interesting because he does a lot of like Mexican yeah. silly voices and like other. He like bounces around a lot. It's, it's, I don't he know. Is, like, he is like full on half like. Uh, oh, sorry. Uh, sorry, my bad. Uh, Filipino. He's, he's Filipino. half Filipino, not Vietnamese. Filipino, yeah. So like I mean, he's you know. Yeah. It's, it's, I don't know if that necessarily gives him carte blanche to like do whatever. No, no, but, no, no, but it I, makes, I agree it that makes it is the better last than, twenty years make a lot more sense. Let's put it that way. You know what I mean? It's definitely sure. better than if he was just white, yeah, for sure. Because it, it, it is like he does so many accents that are like ethnically charged that you're like, wait, what? How is this a note? And then you're like, oh, okay, cool. That make, definitely makes it better than if it was just like fucking. But just like the fucking, it. I think the the biggest one that shocked me was like how much screen presence they give to that like African yeah, character, yeah. like making fun of Kosa and like yeah, the and even like and I know stuff, it's just one yeah. scene, but like the 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 Chinese and like the 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 joke like the only joke at the scene the guy like Dante like literally turns to the screen like he's actually full on Chinese isn't that fucking crazy bro I'm like what I guess I mean uh, is the fact that I did laugh the one time I genuinely laughed uh, I thought it was very funny when it hard cuts they're like what are we gonna do and it hard cuts to the monkey driving them to the house <laughs> and i was like oh that's that made me giggle it's just I silly man monkeys are funny See, how it's does a silver okay, stoner movie how does sure. that not make you how does that make you giggle but the shot of the monkey with the controller like playing xbox and the tv's off doesn't it's it's all the same stupid comedy like that made, you know what i mean it's just that sense of like it all made me giggle like that you know plus the nostalgia mm-hmm. definitely helps but there's just certain jokes that are always going to carry me through. Like when he comes back and he hoofs Jonah Hill in the fucking shin. And Jonah Hill's just like, oh, I think he fucking shattered it. There's just lines like that. They're going to make me crack up every time. You know? Yeah. I mean, I, I'm, if I had like grown up with this movie, I would, I would agree with you for sure. I think I, I just like. I missed it. I don't know what happens. But that's also awesome. catch this one. It is very clear that like if you made this movie now, people would be like, what in the fuck is happening? <laughs> like, oh, you I just mean, can't yeah. do any of it. But then what does that say, though? Like, what is that in terms of when you create something or when you write something, you know, not every, obviously not everything can be timeless, right? Not everything can just be you can just pick it up and still it could still be relevant, right? There are millions of like thousands and thousands of millions or I guess millions of movies. There's a lot of movies out there that are being made that have through the decades, you know, and. But that's the difference of like what what is just stuck in its time Versus yeah. what well, I think like- I think for me, that's the problem with like studio comedy movies, because it's never about creating a story or like exploring pathos with characters. It's like jokes that are like relevant to the time it comes out, which is means it's immediately going to be dated even two or three years later. And that's fine if you found like, you know, your sense of humor in your movies that you enjoy going back to. But like as somebody who never watched this movie in 2006, I was like, Oh my God, this is just, <laughs> I, I couldn't believe what I was seeing in a way. Like my version of this, like the year after in 2007, like there's this movie called hot rod that came out that like the lonely Island. Did. Yeah. I don't think that's exactly the same. I mean, I see what you're saying, but again, there's, um, the hot rod is, is more, is more, just put it out. It's just more, well, more. Well, I mean, like yeah. I, I like that movie a lot, and I continue to revisit yeah. it. But even like I can look at it and be like, oh, 
a bunch of this is funny because it was 2007 when they wrote it. And like, I think that the Lonely Island guys are really funny. Yeah. I like that movie a lot, but I can be like, I also, rec- I'm like, oh, like, <laughs> okay, there's but, a lot of this shit that's dumb. <laughs> even in that, my mind immediately goes to, and yes, it's dumb, but that doesn't take it away from like the one of the funniest scenes in Hot Rod for me is when he's talking to Amy Adams. <laughs> Is it Amy Adams or Isla Fisher? Sorry, Isla Fisher. They do look a lot That's alike. He's, he's talking to Isla Fisher on like the bench, and in the background, you have like Danny McBride, Yorma, and Bill Hader, and they're dancing in front of the van. And Danny McBride just keeps hucking Yorma into the van, like as hard as he can in the background. And that is one of the funniest scenes I've ever seen, and it makes me laugh every time. It has nothing to do with anything, you know. <laughs> the scene I pull from that movie is when he it gets like pissed off and he's like, I'm gonna go what he like dances in the woods for a long <laughs> yes. time and then like just like keeps falling down the cliff. Hot Rod's fucking um, fantastic. Yeah, and that's like physical comedy and that like doesn't have an age. Like that's like always gonna be funny. Like that kind of stuff. But uh, but again, a lot I think a lot of people would argue that that type of comedy is old and not funny at all. So it just depends on who you are. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. So for sure. Yeah, it's all subjective. Um, and that's definitely I'm not trying to say like my opinion is the correct one. I'm just trying to like explain where I'm coming from. But uh, so my point, my point from last week after the hottie or naughty about the main guy and him playing JP in this, I think that you guys see what I'm saying, right? Like he's the guy can do characters and do comedy. I mean, I, he's very funny in this movie. I think that character is great. I mean, I think it's, I, a, go ahead, Caleb. Sorry. I was going to say like, I like the idea. I think he's the closest thing to a character in the movie. Yeah. Like, everybody else is just kind of doing, it's, like, just one joke, or just the fact, like, like, some, like, Kelvin, you, and Mm. Jonah Hill don't even have, like, characters. They're just, like, there. (laughs) Like, you know what I mean? Like, Jonah Hill's arc is he sucks on a tit. For 13 hours. I'm, like, sick. (laughs) But, But, like, Joel David Moore's character, like, there clearly is, like, you know, something to him in that he was, like, considered a child prodigy. Um, and he's like kind of grown up very full of himself, but also like you find out that he's just kind of stolen all of his ideas and he has like an emotional mental breakdown. I'm like, oh, there's like actually like kind of pathos to this character. Of course he is the villain, so he doesn't learn anything and he ends up getting like, you know, beaten in the last act by the grandma and like all of that. And then the plot ends. Um, but it was just like, I, I was, I was less of a fan of like the robot noises. I was like, oh, okay. But I do think that, like, I see what you mean about his performance, Brandon, in that, like, there are moments of, like, humanity coming through and to make him, like, more complex than just, like, everybody else around him, for sure. Yeah, and also the fact that, I mean, to the the voice, the robot stuff, the physicality of it, there's a certain amount of work that goes into building that character that you just don't, you see every day. You know what I mean? Or that just, you almost wouldn't expect in something like this. There's, you know, as, as the rest of the movie is, like you said, that's a lot of work put into something that most people are just throwing jokes at, you know? Yeah. So that that's my point, is, like, the guy is obviously doing as much as he can with everything, and that's a character that you put together, you know? Yeah, he was definitely committed yeah. to the. Yeah he, was, yeah, he was committed for sure. Um, and because it's very hard, I think, at some points to like get a character like that a script and have to actually film these scenes for however many right. takes they take. You know, the, the the robot voice, the walking as a robot, the you know the the sound effects, the piss, you know, him walking, or you know, it's just he had had his own kind of thing that he had to work on, and but it's also taking it seriously, right? It's like. Mm. It's very hard. I know for me personally, if I were to got this to like 
fully commit to that because I know just how ridiculous it is. Like I could probably have gotten the same effect without the robot voice in terms of him, like maybe picking a different kind of character to like kind of go back and forth with, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but that, I mean, that's just my, that's my own, uh, my own. Thing. I feel like that was a way to keep it light. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because this character could yeah. very easily be super dark. I think that's <laughs> I, that'd be my guess as well. Is that like he was probably doing it without the robot voice, and he was like, "Guys, this is a different movie. You're like, yeah, e- you come off really like a evil. fucking sociopath, yeah, like, <laughs> like, like <laughs> really good, but that's a hor- you're doing a horror movie. Like, can you throw some, you know? Yeah, yeah. He's a he's a good he's a good actor. I like him in the guest. I like him in Hatchet. Like he had a he had a run for a little yeah. bit of like showing up and stuff. He's a he's directed a couple things. But I, I don't know where he's at. I nowadays. think he's very very funny. Um, that be sorry, Josh. You had mentioned before like the number of takes and things. I kept thinking that one scene where he's at Alex's house and he's like crying and he's spitting and drooling. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like on the couch. Yeah. And I was watching oh, yeah. it and I was like, oh my God, we keep flipping camera angles here. So he did this like for four hours of just spitting and drooling. That's out why of his he mouth. put his finger in his mouth so he could keep drooling. 100%. 100%. You're <laughs> doing the whole It was so funny though. And I was like, oh, I love that. And like, you're clearly having to do this at, you know, master close up over the shoulder. <laughs> like <laughs> every angle, and he's just <laughs> spitting yeah. everywhere. It was great. I don't know. I, I, yeah, I, I, I did write down at one point, Caleb, I know we mentioned this before of just kind of what, what is that main event in this movie? Like what, what is everything going towards? Cause I didn't feel like it. I just want to reiterate, like there's like, you know, you kind of walked us through what's going on and then it's like, there is, there is no real, like, like the conflicts are deadline for the video game. Well, because like, nothing's at stake for the character at any point, because you, he knows that everything's fine because he's fine with his station in life. And then it's not until he meets like everybody, every like stereotypical idea of like the cool girl who has no real problems with him at all. And like still like is totally infatuated with him, despite like not having a character. But then she's like, you've been a, it's the line of like, you've been a tester for how many years? And he's like, oh, well, I also have this secret project I've been developing because I'm actually really smart. Which is cool. And it's just like, oh my God. Well, it, the, <laughs> the, so the, the actual video game that was an actual video game that they, they used footage Yeah, it was from. an actual game that never got finished. Oh, was yeah. it? Oh, I'm so glad yeah. you guys yeah. found that. They, was it they a Predator with game? Because it looks like Predator. Is it Predator? It did look exactly like a Predator. I don't know. It was it was, it was was like an original IP. I, okay. I forget the name of the company. They don't exist anymore. Because I always thought that um, it was like a, a Predator game that didn't make it. Because that's what it looks like, right? He looks like Predator. Yeah. He does, he does look demon, a lot yeah. like Predator. Yeah. Um, but, like, but also, like, I also didn't find it. Like, there are a lot of things I didn't find tasteful in this at all. But, like... Oh yeah, of course. Um, I mean, yes, but like yes, the, the restaurant so. with like making fun of like vegans, and then like I wrote down, oh, so ner- geeks and nerds can be bullies too. Awesome, you know, because <laughs> they're just being a complete ass to like <laughs> to, the to server. They're being and the there's worst. David Spade. Gotta get David that paycheck Spade. from Adam. You know, and she's like, um, and even the girls like, yeah. oh, I'm so sorry. You know, there's no like, guys, stop being a dick. Yeah, there's but, no like, anything, and then it's like, anyway, let's go get some real cool guy food, like burgers. <laughs> and like it's like, all right. Yeah, like there was like that was, and that's what I mean. Like, there's no joke. It's just, oh, vegans are funny. No, see, I disagree. Like, I think that scene is a scene to be like, hey, David Spade, be funny. And I thought he was funny. Okay. <laughs> Did you think like what was the joke for 
Kevin Nealon. Like, oh, med- like dude, yoga's silly. You're telling me that gross. Kevin Nealon's not just funny doing whatever he wants to do whenever he wants to do it? It's Kevin Nealon. He's fucking funny. And if you say well, he's yeah, not, th- I'm coming at you. Well, okay, but here's the thing, though. Like, but then you have to, like, well, but what was... But why? What? Why? Why do you have to be a yoga just because we're at a video game like company? Why can't he be? You know, I, I, well, I'm not I don't saying know. he like, can't. I just they didn't do anything with the premises they set up. It's just like okay, like this character is going to be here, and like I guess like yeah, like the interactions between the characters, I guess, is where you're getting the humor from. But it just seemed it's just like I was like I don't know. I guess I, I just didn't like find any of it. Okay, really you didn't you didn't laugh at the end when Dante's like. Oh man, where do you get your weed from? He's like, you Dante. He's like, oh hi, Mister Cheez-Its. I laughed. I thought that was funny. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> fuck. What was there? Was one more thing, and I don't remember what it was. Never. I don't know. I think. I think I there's I a difference say. between you know, kind of like after like all the shit that we've watched, the comedies, you know, especially comedies. Like when we look at why something's funny to different people, or why you know, because Brandon, you say you know, that yoga, the boss, like, he's just funny because why not, you know? And I think, like, they use it to set up other jokes that they wrote. But, you know, I feel like I'm at the point where, like, I kind of need a little bit more than just, like, we're at, like, an hour and a half into the movie and, you know, the guy recognizes that he's one of his customers, you know? Or, like, he doesn't remember that he's a customer because he's just high all the time. Now, to be fair, the elephant at the end was ridiculous and funny and i was like oh jesus christ a lion and then an elephant <laughs> and a monkey like it yeah makes i like me the chuckled. progression from lion to monkey <laughs> to fucking elephant all the way up to elephant. it's like yeah you know? no uh, karate monkey that's probably safer <laughs> like, here's, that's just here's, shit. You know? here's where i'm coming from with it i think we've we've watched movies like like what we do in the shadows or even like harold and Maud, where like they commit and take their premises like farther in interesting directions where like this, I feel like wasn't like a premise. It was just like, let's get as many jokes as we can into this thing. But like, if you're like, if you don't connect with that sense of humor, there's like not really much for you. Yeah. But like Brandon, when you suggested like what we do in the shadows, like that's a movie where like, I think they got the best out of all of their situations where it was like, not only are those dudes super funny and they're like rattling off all these great jokes, but they committed to the premise that they had set up for themselves. They explored their characters. Yeah. It's uh, just, you know a, I mean? it's a very different thing. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah, exactly. hundred percent. Like it just, it just in, in a real way, like it very much, very much a, a different thing that's not you know what i mean and i agree mm-hmm. but this is just it is what it is you know yeah exactly you know yeah. like you you I, we i used to put it on like with my roommate in first year like before we go to bed at night you know what i mean because it's just dumb and you yeah, just have like, on the background like, it, you'll, exactly. you'll chuckle, yeah and like josh just like you were saying it would be like this or pineapple express or like super you know what i mean it was like yeah it's because and that was exactly the point you know? Yeah, there's like there's a period in time where these yeah. movies were just being made, and it's just like, yeah, you look back at it 14 years later or 10, you know, whatever, and you're just like, huh, yeah, okay, that can that that can stay, you know, that can, yeah, you know, it doesn't travel well. It's interesting to see though how um, now in you know 2020 you're like, okay, that joke would be cut. That joke would make it. That joke would be cut. That joke would make it. Like, it's, it's just interesting. And that's with every movie, yeah. you know, from the time. But 
Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, all right. Should we rate it? Brandon, you go first. All right. I'm giving it a six. Fuck you guys. <laughs> six out of five. Yeah. Fuck you guys. Okay. No, no. I'll give sure. it. I'm giving it a. I'm giving it a three because I enjoy it, and for me, it's like nostalgia. And I. Yeah, of course. I think they're very funny. You know, I get where you guys are coming from, but I think there's a lot of putting a lot on intention and what they're trying to do as opposed to, you know, it's just a bunch of guys trying to make a movie and make people laugh. Yeah. It was definitely a friends like a, like let's just shoot the shit and just like have fun for sure. Um, I'm going to give it, uh, I'm going to give it a one and a half. Can I do halves? No. Yeah, I think so. I think you have before. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I did give it a one and a half, you know, Caleb? Yeah, sorry, Brandon. I'm going to have to give it a one. Yeah. But I understand that I am a killjoy and I'm stupid. So. You're <laughs> not just stupid. We, just have, we all have our tastes. <laughs> well, you guys have certainly taken the wind out of my glorious sails this morning, but that's fine. That's fine. Not a big deal. <laughs> Where are we uh, doing next week? I can week? tell it's not a big deal. <laughs> uh, okay. It's, uh, I believe... It's it's come back to me. Yes. After quite a bit of time. You've had time to think so about this. We we are firmly in October. We're getting into spooky season. Um I was wondering if we could maybe do things a little differently. I have not cleared this with either of you guys, so feel free <laughs> oh, to shit. like on the spot. <laughs> feel free to feel free to shoot me down. I have I have a, a backup. <sighs> Fine, we can watch um, Adam Sandler's new Halloween movie. Oh, great. Isn't that a thing that actually exists, yes. though? Like, isn't he making one? Yeah, it's the same place as little Mickey. <laughs> oh, God. Um, so, every Halloween for the past few years since I've discovered this, I rewatch it, and I would like to share it with my friends. Um, it is a British TV show, but British TV shows are six episodes long. Oh, my God. Say do- <laughs> Doctor Who special, Doctor Who special, Doctor Who special. I'm not Doctor, Who's not special. Doctor Who special. Doctor Who special. <laughs> uh, so the time, co- the time commitment is less than the longest movies we've already watched on this show. Um, it is a show called Garth Marenghi's Dark Place. I will send it to you so you don't have to think about how to spell it. Um, the conceit of the show is that in the world of the show, Garth Marenghi is like this famous Stephen King-esque horror writer, H.P. Lovecraft horror writer, who was very successful, wrote all these best-selling books, and he made a TV show that never got broadcast in the 80s. And at the time that the show takes place, it's like a documentary retrospective on that show. That's dope. Uh, it stars uh, Matthew Holness as the lead. Uh, the two principal actors that I think people would still recognize today uh, Richard Ayoade has a big part in it. He's in like all the big fat quizzes and stuff. Uh, Matt Berry is a very contemporary oh, you actor who's in it. Son of a bitch. You know I love big fat quizzes in there. <laughs> Ted Katz and Richard Ayoade, and now I'm definitely yeah. in this son of a bitch. Um, <laughs> I think it's I think it's I think it's gonna it's very funny, but also they do a lot of things like it's very like satirizing like not only horror and sci-fi, but also as people who went through art school and know a lot of pretentious people it's very fun to watch people make fun of pretentious artists i think it's something you guys will both really enjoy it's only six episodes long uh you can find it all for free online and i can send you links uh it's and it's it's that kind of dry british humor it's the driest (laughs) all right all right i'm I'm in any more any other sorry justin 
No, yeah, you know, you had me at uh, making fun of pretentious artists. Right. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think it's all something we'll enjoy, and it's very much in the Halloween season. That's very right. dope. Um, <laughs> fuck, now awesome. I just want to go watch 8 out of 10 cats and all that yeah, right. stuff. <laughs> uh, I'm actually super glad about that. Are we? Is that something that we're open to? I mean, obviously, that's a very short one. You know, with six yeah. episodes brings it to, but I'm, I'm also down to have that conversation about opening up to, you know, short things and things like that. If you guys are down. Well, I don't, I, I think we can all, uh, like kind of what Caleb, the way I mean, going forward up, past yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. as long as it, as long as it's within the realm of like, let's say the Godfather length, like don't, right. I mean, they're not six hour long episodes, it's, you know, <laughs> guys yeah, yeah, yeah. for next so, week, I'd like us to watch four seasons of the walking dead. Okay. <laughs> um, and it's going to be season two, six, three, and eight. So Perfect. really random. Yep. Oh, so not even the beginning. No, 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 no. Just jumping in. All but yeah, so like, I, I, I'm totally down to, to be to yeah, do like great. short, short, limited series if it's pertaining yeah, and to like, a thing. It's, yeah. it's also like, keep, remember, it's British broadcast. It was Channel 4. Like, so they're 25 yeah, minutes. Right, right. Yeah. So it's like less than three hours. Yeah. Uh, and it's all for free on on Vimeo <laughs> or Daily Motion or whatever. Great. Uh, so yeah, that's Garth Marenghi's Dark Place. Awesome. I would recommend watching one episode a day because with TV show, if you try to binge it all, it might like not land as the humor might not land as heavily mm. for you guys. But watch it however you want. I think it's great. Dude, great. I, I, I fuck with that hard. I'm stoked. Cool, man. I'm excited. Oh, well, sorry. Real quick, I did want to say I was just thinking one of the the funniest things about Kevin Nealon's character that cracked me up this time, and it wasn't a nostalgic thing, was when he's on the table doing the yoga, and I'm sure you guys noticed this too. And as a kid, I was like, oh, he's just doing weird shit. As an adult, I was like, oh, you're doing acting stuff. He's just doing spinal undulations the whole time. And like that's what made me laugh. That's what made me laugh this time around. Yeah, it was just oh, this is you clearly just doing acting warm ups that you've learned. And that yeah. made yeah. me laugh this time around in a different way. Than he didn't even know the camera was on him. He was just getting into character. <laughs> no, but it was just really, I was like, oh, you're clearly like you're doing spinal undulations on the table. Like, you're doing yeah. exactly. So that this time around made me laugh very hard. There's, there's technique involved. Of course. Always. <laughs> Always. Uh, cool. All right. Brandon, you want to take us away? All right. Thank you guys for listening to this episode of three MFAers talk about grandma's boy and crush Brandon's dreams. Next week, <laughs> we're talking about, uh, what are we talking about? Next week? Garth Marenghi's Dark Place. Garth Marenghi's Dark Place featuring BBC All-Star Richard Aote and others um, whose names I already forgot, but I will pick up for next week and remember. All right. Perfect. Halloween season, baby. It's Spooktober, baby. Spooktober. Spooky, scary skeletons. Uh, like, follow, subscribe. You can find us on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Music, uh, Amazon Music, and podcasts will be going up on today. Uh, anywhere else, you can also check out our RSS feed at 3MFAersPodcast.com. Uh, follow us on Instagram at 3MFAers. And Josh? Yeah, no, uh, I'm, a, I'm personally on the social media uh facebook instagram i post periodically um and yeah all the links are we're also on twitch so hopefully some of these videos will start posting up and streaming especially when we have guests and uh yeah they're putting some stuff on youtube too so keep an eye out for that so. bye